0: I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello, my friends, and thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, I am truly grateful that you listen, that you give me feedback, that you ask questions. I don't take it lightly. Today, I have an interesting episode for us, um, and it has to do with taking a little break from social media. So, you will be listening to this on Monday morning on October thirtieth, and I took a break beginning this past Friday from social media. So it's been about three days and somebody might say, okay, like it's not that long. It really made such a difference for me. And I want to talk about why I did it, what I noticed, how I'm going to be using social media going forward. Um, And I'm going to continue to talk about this because I do think that we're addicted to our phones. Let me just say it how it is. we're addicted to our phones. We're addicted to social media as creators, even if you're a consumer as well. Um, And it is ironic because I run my business through social media. And what I really want to, you know, what I want to come across today is that I think that you can get to a place of moderation where it can be healthy. The same, I have sort of the same viewpoint with sugar that I don't think that like sugar abstinence is the need for everybody you might need a time period where maybe you don't eat sugar and you see how you feel and then you maybe can add it back in and you reset your brain I think the same thing happens with social media so I just really want to make it clear right now at the onset that I love social media and I'm grateful for it every day it allows me to share information, to connect with you. You likely wouldn't be listening to the podcast if it wasn't for social media. I do like documenting and sharing and teaching and posting. I love all of that. It's more so the relationship that we can have. Well, I'm sorry if you can hear that dog barking, by the way. It is not Miss Faye. <laughs> I'm not even sure if you can hear it. Um, but I, I... Want to again touch on the relationship that we have with it, and I was just feeling kind of frazzled. I had have had several launches in the past four months, uh, and because of that, like you're tied to your phone, you're there for questions, you are posting, and I also realized that I have not taken a break from social media intentionally. Really, I took some time off when my dad passed away. Uh, I didn't delete it from my phone though. Uh, I, I just wasn't posting obviously. And like when he was in the hospital and stuff, I I wasn't going on or I wasn't posting, uh, but I was still going on. And I actually downloaded this app called Opal and I paid a hundred dollars to have this app for a year. And I have some insight around that too. But I basically, it's an app that like blocks your social media usage at certain times you can get out of it. So like, that's just what I would do. Like none of that works for me. So I was like trying to use that app and I was like, oh, and what I really felt was like my, I consider myself to be a very mindful and intentional person. And yet my brain is very sensitive. My brain is very sensitive to dopamine. It, you know, it's a little addicty if you want to call it that. Uh, and I just, you know i know the nature of my brain and i know what social media does to it specifically instagram uh in the sense that instagram was developed with the same logic as slot machines so it's basically intermittent reinforcement where well where with slot machines uh or jumble there it they thrive off of something called intermittent reinforcement where And this happens in toxic relationships as well and why people stay in toxic relationships where you have an input. So like you, let's say you pull the slot machine, sometimes you win and sometimes you don't. And the times that you do win feels even better because of the times that you don't win because the reward is intermittent. And this obviously has to do with dopamine, where dopamine is our brain chemical or our new neurotransmitter of reward and pursuit. So, when we partake in something, particularly something like social media or eating or, you know, scrolling, like I said, uh, you know, it or even online shopping, which is another thing that I do, I don't necessarily buy all the time but like I get sucked into Instagram ads I will get sucked into like a like to know it and I end up buying things sometimes but even then it's like it's not always the fact that I buy it I'm pretty mindful with that with that habit it's more so that I'm like why am I like in J. Crew factory right now like why you know so just realizing these things that like it you find yourself in these places with these things that you just don't feel good anymore. And then you're like, how did I find myself here? Why am I in this corner of Instagram? (laughs) I don't even care. And like, it's taking up my life. So, you know, that's the nature of dopamine that it's like, you need to keep getting hits. You need to keep going on the pursuit. Like if you're in the pantry and you're in the middle of a binge It's really about the pursuit of like, okay, what's the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. You don't even like what's happening, but you need now that, you know, when you partake in a dopamine-laden activity, the first hit that you get is the most. You get like the biggest drip from that. It feels really good. But remember, dopamine isn't about liking. It's about wanting and pursuit and motivation. So then the brain learns that you that it got this pleasurable thing. It's like, well, let's go get more of it. But you don't actually get the pleasure anymore. You only are on the pursuit of getting it and it's never going to come. Therefore, it's like an endless cycle unless you stop it or unless you practice it with restraint. So knowing what I know about the slot machines and knowing that intermittent reinforcement is a thing that like you just keep going, keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Again, this is also why toxic relationships keep you hooked if anybody resonates with that or if anybody has been through something like that where you don't get what you want all the time or you don't get what you want most of the time. That way, when you do get it, you get like this flood of dopamine and it's like, okay, I'm I'm stuck here. I'm back in here for a while. Uh, and it just feels so good because it's intermittent. And because of that, you get addicted to the hope of things getting better or, you know, you rarely <laughs> getting what you want. It does come sometimes, but that's why you stay hooked. And then you go back through a period of like not getting what you want, low dopamine, and then it comes and it floods you and you get addicted to that little cycle. So people from Instagram use slot machine logic to keep you on the app, to keep you swiping. And uh, again, need to say that I love Instagram. I'm grateful for it. But If you have this type of brain, I think that it can be helpful to mindfully consume and get to a mindful place with it. Because almost everybody I talk to has a bad relationship with their phone and a bad relationship with social media. Uh, Like literally everybody almost. Um, Even a friend of mine who is not a creator had to get off of Instagram completely. My friends, my very close friends that are creators, like we talk about it sometimes and, you know, or all the time. And it's like, they've had to take breaks too, or they have certain feelings about it, or they're scared to take a break, or they are scared that they're going to be irrelevant. I have a friend who completely got off of social media, uh, is now using it kind of intermittently here and there, not really running her business through it, uh, using her email list and her podcast, to, uh, you know, to continue the business, obviously. I don't think that that's where I will be. I, I, like I said, I do love talking to you in the DMs. I love sharing. I love sharing in real time. Um, but given all of that science stuff, that's why I found myself in that place of like, I'm in line at CVS scrolling. I am in, you know, w- waiting for my coffee to brew and, I'm on Instagram, I'm just like checking, checking, checking. And I finding myself like before I go to bed, scrolling. And I'm like, I don't want that life. I don't want a life where I just like feel tied to my phone. There are some people who like that. And personally, I'm not one of those people. And I think I've had to accept that. Like, I don't want to live on my phone. I don't want to be sitting with people when we're all on our phones, like that isn't fun to me. I, I like presence. I like, I want to live my life in my life and be, you know, like have the person in front of me <laughs> be the most interesting thing. So, because of all of those things, and just because I honestly felt burnt out from posting and all my launches and stuff, I was like, I just need to take a three day break. And granted, I could have gone longer. Um, But I do have stuff to share and I feel excited to share. Uh, So I found myself. So that's kind of the reasoning why I did it. And then I found myself within the first day, like I had to take it off my phone. And this is why like these apps, these like screen limit apps or like the warnings that you get or where you literally get blocked out. You can do a run around like I was doing that all the time. I was like, I don't care. Now I'm annoyed that you have blocked, you know, an app when I'm like in the middle of sending a DM. So this is why another example of like, when we do things, it has to be intrinsically motivated. Like you actually have to want to do it. I knew that for me, I had to completely take it off my phone. So I deleted it this past Friday and I just immediately was like, okay, here we go. And obviously I was not tempted to check it because it was not off my phone. So I do think that abstinence models can work in the beginning to kind of give you a reset of your dopamine. I also found myself something that was really interesting. uh, I ran a race with Brittany on Saturday and I just felt like I normally would have like been posting about it in real time. And it just like felt, and I did take videos and I will share a reel of the weekend and me kind of talking about this um, because I did do stuff. It just felt interesting to like not share it. And like, I felt so much more present and so much more calm around like not feeling that need to post in the moment. I also, again, and I'm speaking to those of us that have sensitive brains, I also don't love sometimes how my brain will view things like experiences that I'm going through in real time and try to view it through the lens of content. I think I talked about this on the podcast that I did with, with Jamie uh, that I'll link in the show notes where like I just want to like be doing the thing. I don't want to think, let me post this, you know, so even now I usually will just like take a picture. I'm like not an in the moment poster. I usually like have chunks of the day that I like, okay, I'll document and then I will like do a chunk of posting. Uh, I liked that I could feel calm, you know, after the race, Britt and I sat on the beach for like an hour. We just like sat there and talking and regrouping after the race and stuff. And I was just like, damn, I just feel so calm. And then I noticed that the next day, so today, Sunday, I noticed in the morning that I felt pretty low. I felt like a little bit depressed and I don't feel like that. Uh, I don't think that I will feel like that tomorrow or today if we are listening to this on the day that it comes out, but I will keep you posted. And it's because I just wasn't having as much dopamine come in. I wasn't getting the drip of dopamine. So my brain was just a little bit low. And I was like, oh, this is so interesting that like, I m- my brain is feeling this way and that this is happening to like, it it does have an effect. So what I found interesting is that even, you know, I will download the app tomorrow morning and I, or today when you listen to it, and I just found that I, I think I lost the compulsive need to scroll. I will still see some people's stories and, you know, the people that I follow and stuff like that. I still will watch some stuff. But I think doing this, even if just for three days, because I also want to validate that like if you have a social media based business, you do need to be on social media. So like I at this point in time, like I just maybe early next year, I can take like two weeks off. But right now I can't. And I also don't want to. Uh, I have a lot of stuff to share, a lot of things coming up that I Want to share content around. I have a lot of content to share, and Instagram is such an amazing avenue to do that. I'm also going to start sharing over on TikTok a little bit of different stuff, but I will be sharing there nonetheless. I hope to get my YouTube channel running in 2024. So crazy to say that. It's like in two months, uh, literally like two months and two days or a day. Um, So it's just interesting to see how when I took away that ability to go on the app and allowed my brain to go through the discomfort which immediately on Friday when I deleted it like I I went to go do a yoga class with my mom and in the afternoon and I was just calm like I the fact that it wasn't on my phone took away the option for me to scroll at all or for me to participate in the this behavior that started to feel compulsive as a person who has a history of compulsive behaviors. And I I do think that we will see, and this is like, again, I, I will say it so many times, or maybe I don't have to say it so many times, that like it's such a both and because again, sugar is vilified and, and people say like you shouldn't eat sugar. And social media provides incredible opportunity and amazing things. And at the same time, it, you know, it it is designed to be addictive. And knowing that, then you can take the steps to create a better relationship with it. Same thing that I do with sugar. Like I create boundaries around sugar, but I also let myself have it. There is permission to have it. So now I can like, if there's no scarcity and there's no fear, you can actually see your true desire. And if you reset yourself and you reset your brain, I just did the same thing with this app where I reset myself, reset my desire, reset my need. It wasn't coming out of scarcity or fear. It was just like, let me just see what this feels like. And I now, in just a few short days, have found my brain kind of reset where I don't feel that compulsive need anymore to constantly check the phone. I don't think many people talk about this. I don't think many people talk about the real nature of their usage of social media or the fact that they feel, you know, potentially compulsive around it as well. I'll say like more creators feel this way than you think. Um, And I'm not even touching upon like the other side of social media, which is like, you know, the nature of parasocial relationships and like li- living your personal life on social media, which I also have a lot of thoughts around. And I do love sharing aspects of my story, my personal life, of course, like it is a part of connection and I gain a lot of that too. But I think that over the past year or so, I've just really been reevaluating that and I'm not, I don't think, I, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I have my thoughts fully formed around that, but I will share more when I feel ready to. So going forward, I I will write about this in my Sunday Soothe coming up. I send a, a newsletter every Sunday. You can sign up for it at there's gonna be a link in the show notes. But I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get your thoughts on this. How do you feel about this? How do you how does Instagram affect your life? Like do you feel addicted? Uh, I I think that if you have a sensitive brain, you might. And it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to say it. It's also okay to say that this is such a both-and situation. Uh, And I think we just have to know when things are designed to be addictive and you are a sensitive person, you need to be responsible for taking the measure. I'm also talking to myself, right? Like this is why I did this. We need to be responsible for taking the measures and setting the boundaries and being really honest with ourselves about what we need to do. Because I'm like... Like, my dad was never on social media. Like, he, I don't think he ever really knew what I did. He's like, okay, that's great. Um, of course, he was supportive and everything. But I just, his death obviously still continues to affect me, obviously. And, uh, you know, just going through what we went through with him and losing him has just really made me want to be more intentional with my life and my time, because that's what it is. This is time that gets sucked every day. And I think you can, again, have an intentional time where it's like, okay, maybe you spend an hour, you connect, you scroll, you consume, that's fun, it feels delicious. And then... Once it starts going from that like dopamine place of pleasure to neutrality to pain, once it goes to pain, even sometimes if it's up unconscious or subconscious, then you stop, you know. But I'm like, I am losing hours and over time, years to scrolling in the like in the dark places of the <laughs> explore page. What? So I just. A lot on my mind with this. And again, a lot of it inspired by what I went through with my dad and just realizing that life is truly precious. You don't know how much time you have. And for that, you have to really soak it up and actually use every bit of time intentionally. And also realizing that, like, if you have this sensitive brain, I think sometimes we have a propensity to or a tendency to dissociate to it's like it's a thing and I find myself being drawn to those behaviors as well and then like creating management systems (laughs) and productivity systems in my life in order to not feel that way in order to not do those things and in order to feel good and this is the exact same thing here where many of us have the tendency to hide and whether it's like okay I'm going to go in this little shopping rabbit hole, whether I am going to go into social media, I'm not going to deal with my life. I'm going to, you know, whatever that looks like. I think knowing that that tendency is there allows you to then be more aware of it and then take the steps that you need to in order to create a beautiful and intentional relationship with it. And I am even thinking of, you know, in the future, maybe doing like a dopamine detox program that will help you Do something like this, it will help you reset the dopamine stores in your brain because I feel much calmer today. And I think that I might, again, be coming out of this with a brand new relationship even after just a couple days. So, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you as always. Got really good episodes coming up, got really, really fun stuff to share with you about the business. I have some new coaching packages. I can't wait to share. Blossom Body 2.0 is coming out in January. It's not going to be called Blossom Body 2.0. The Intuitive Macro Certification is going to start enrolling again in December. We are in the Intuitive Macros group course now. A lot of really good stuff coming. I can't wait to share it with you. And as always, I am so, so grateful that you are here and I will talk to you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Satisfied. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram where I post content every single day at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoyed the show, I'd super appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Spotify. If you have a question that you want to be answered on the show or you just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. I love hearing from and connecting with you because you're the whole reason that I do the show. I hope that you find satisfaction wherever you are right now.